I can't wait to talk about the funniest story ever. This is the Reading Aloud podcast. I'm Marisol Collette. And I'm Adam Collette. And you love us because we love you. We sure do. And let's get to today's conversation. (laughs) We did it. We did it. What did we do? What would you call it? Yeah. How do I say this? We we crossed a major threshold. I love us. We're like, it's so complicated and we're like spiritual. And somebody else was impregnated with our baby. Exactly. That's what we did. We didn't physically do it, but we were present and it happened and we made it happen. We did make it happen with the help of all the things and beings and people. And angels. Absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, I was just going to say we made a baby, but we're in that waiting period still. They call it the TWW, the two week wait. And it's funny because... The transfer happened on a Thursday and the following Friday is when she's supposed to get her blood test done. And I was like, isn't it a two week wait? But and everybody calls it the TWW. I mean, it's even got a nickname. So I I don't fully understand why we get to do it early or than that. And I I couldn't remember if we had to wait two weeks. Do you remember? I don't. I feel like it was 10 days. I don't know. Maybe there's another, you know, other, you know, typically people use in our fertility clinic just does a little bit different. And then they even said, the doctor even said, you know, if you want to cheat and get a, take a pregnancy test the day before, you could do it on Thursday. So that's seven days. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. Okay, Maybe this is it. They were recommending on the eighth day. So Thursday to Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. I guess that's the ninth day eighth day and then you have to go back like a day or two later to do the second test to see if the numbers have gone up the hcg hcg numbers so that's 10 days yeah yeah it could probably be yeah and you know or two weeks yeah i mean it's probably just it's also i think a lot of those things have they just sound good so that's what people say the two week wait no not in things like that it's like it's a you know people People are anxious and they're not going to be like a month long wait. A M L W. I don't know. So, but the babies are, the baby was already five days old. It was already a five day old embryo. So, you know, add it to it and you've got two weeks. Right. I know what it is. Fresh. Great. Tra- I'm so glad we are figuring this out. Fresh transfers. So when they take the eggs out and uh, reimplant them right away, you have to wait two weeks because that's right. You have to wait. We didn't do a fresh right. Transfer. You have to wait two weeks in order, like if you're pregnant in general after miss period. Two weeks later is and that's totally it. It was Friday because he didn't want to wait until the next Monday. So typically, if you would wait nine days i mean it was it, that's exactly what it is it's yeah, two week fr- wait. fresh transfer oh i'm so glad we solved that problem but anyway it was meanwhile everybody's out there being like yeah on next podcast <laughs> <laughs> it was a really meaningful and special experience <laughs> you know i wouldn't have wanted it to happen any other way there were moments of laughter there were just joy the way that you and our GC or our surrogate connected during that time was just so special. I could feel the love and the depth of connection. And it wasn't like you were just sitting there or, you know, you were you were next to each other 
telling each other how amazing you are or each other was, although, you know, those words were probably said, it was more the just the way that you were just holding each other and connecting and just being there like and that's not a way that friends I mean to be in that kind of like medical situation that's not a way that friends typically connect I think you know friendships and relationships are built off of shared experiences and I think there are some pretty standard shared experiences that everyone has. You know, it's um, dinners and eating together and partying together and sharing heartbreak together. Those things bring you closer. Like if you go out in the woods with somebody, it brings you closer. But very few friendships get to share like a medical process together. And one that is both scary, but it is also a joyous medical process like this birth. I mean, this is such a unique way that you and our surrogate will be connected on a level that very, very, very few people have been. And I saw that in the room while it was happening. I saw that that connection happening and developing right there. And after months and months and months of legal paperwork and difficult questions and back and forth and countless texts and emails and voice texts and all of this to kind of coordinate this, it culminated in... This time that was unforgettable. I'll just put it like that. It was unforgettable. So to your point, Adam, I mean, you're right. So aside from the fact that it was, this is not a common experience at all, like a very rare experience even, I will say, so this person has been with me through everything, right? And like, even though they live far away during pregnancy, we got to reconnect super closely via Marco Polo and so essentially they have been through every major part of my life with me and it's and for about 15 years or 12 years there was a it was like jam packed right we were together every day and during all that time like during the heartbreaks and everything you know she was there emotionally physically and with humor you know there were probably a lot of times that we snuggled in the midst of heartbreak me snuggling her she's not like a hyper snuggler. I only remember one time when she needed me in a way that was different than any other before. And I was able to be, you know, I was always there for her, for her breakups and things like that, but I was able to be something deeper for her. In general though, she's not a real touchy feely person, which is hysterical because I have all of the closest friends of mine are, you know, most of them are not touchy feely. My son's not touchy feely. You're not touchy feely. So in general, like, you know, we did. You were just a deprived person with a touchy feely person with being deprived. That's right. Yeah. But this was, this was different. Like, I would say I felt like we were one and that was the whole, that's the way that they consider Like she doesn't even get a patient portal or any of that stuff. Like she is just the extension of me in this case. And so everything comes through me. You know, we laughed about that a bunch. Like she was just a nobody and, you know, maybe somebody who gets paid as a GC is con- it kind of considers themselves like a sort of invisible. I don't know, but she was like, but I'm, I'm real. I'm the, I'm like the close friend. I'm the, all the things, right? Like I'm the closest. So it was always really odd and we would laugh about that, but I don't know, like I felt unified and I, I got to spend time the next day with a bunch of women that, um, it's a very spiritual community for me. And they, and I was worried about not being able to talk to the baby every day. I was, I was 
sharing grief about that and putting the baby on the airplane, which was just so much harder than I thought. It was like, I had a baby right in front of me for a day and then the baby left on the airplane and we're still waiting to see if they stick. So if they do or they don't, I'm not present to that. And I, I said this in this group, I I had to let my baby go across the country and I don't, I can't talk to them every day. And one woman immediately was like, you know how to talk to this baby. So we can talk about that at another time. But yeah, it was, we were one in a way that was very intimate that I had never felt before. You really were. You really were. Yeah. So do you want to give like just a quick kind of overcap of the day and some special things that happened? I love an overcap. I love an overcap. Good overcap. (laughs) Yeah. What is an overcap? Nothing. It's like a, it's an overview. It's a cap on the view. It's like a baseball cap? Yeah, it's like a cap. It's it, it's a, it's a, it's a cap that you put over the view. So is it you have is an overview kind of like, and then you have an overcap. <laughs> and do you have is it kind of like blinders for a horse it gets real focused in? Yeah, yeah, very focused in cuz right. the overview is broader, you know, that's a view. Mm. But then the overcap <laughs> is like real focused. <laughs> I love how you take these like gramma- grammatical and just vocabulary errors and you're like here's the real definition yeah that's exactly excellent do you so start why don't you tell us it was at our fertility clinic at their office which is about two hours away from where we live and we drove there in the morning and actually that morning our surrogate had to have some blood work drawn and some tests done to make sure that the blood flow in in her uterus was good not too solid. not too yeah. slow and not too fast not too slow. what was it that she said Just afterwards right. she was like my my uterus has a good heartbeat or my yeah, uterus like, is what what did she say because she was like how many people can say that beat or the pulse has pulse a good or, pulse I pulse think. or I think something it, pulse. it sounds good yeah yeah my uterus has a good pulse and not and she was like how many people can say that and i'm like not many i mean i know that mine does but not many Right. But we were on the road for that. So and that was actually a little hurdle across in the morning, because if something was way off there or they found that something was off, that would have pressed pause on the process. And that would have been really difficult because, of course, they had come into North Carolina for the transfer. So that started. We were on the road. We got the word. It's all good to go. Thumbs up. We're ready. And then we essentially we get to the doctor's office and. I don't know if 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 anybody who's listening has ever been in a fertility clinic. It's always it's an interesting set of emotions. It's a mixed the, bag. It's a mixed bag in the in the waiting room because I'll, yeah, go I'll, ahead. I'll, t- I'll tell you that. So we saw people being escorted out, looking very um, dazed and in pain, and being slowly walked out by a nurse. And that was when probably when people had their eggs harvested because that was the experience I had. We went un- I was under, and then I was in pain. Then you had people waiting to do quick things. Then you had a guy come in and we, of all the stuff I've gone through, Adam had to go watch one porn and <laughs> ejaculate to get the sperm. That one shot that we had to make all those boys. And you came out of that appointment with a fucking dum-dum in your mouth, a lollipop. And I just like, it was instant. I, it's like, these aren't things that I, I'm slowly like, wait a minute. It was instant. I was like, you're kidding me. The feminist ancestors like lit the, lit the damn bonfire. And I was like, you're, and, you're yeah. kidding me. Yeah. This is a joke. I was like, I never got a lollipop in any one of these circumstances <laughs> ever once. And this was actually, I, I it, it was, it was actually before we did the one that was, um, 
that where oh, it was all boys. Oh, this was it, before when we were still in infertility, right? And we were testing, got it, testing uh, my sperm. Yeah, so. the, yeah, the vitality and yeah, yeah, whatever. But either way, it's, it's so that guy comes through. Then some women. The guy who, comes through and he comes out with a dum dum in his mouth. No, he didn't. Yeah, did he? he did. And we knew, you know, the men have a really hard job in this situation. <laughs> and then and then there was a woman who went in, who clearly went in for her blood test. She came in, she seemed stoic, kind of nervous. She had a blood test, and then she came out beaming and just yeah. like bursted out the door. Yeah. And I was like, she just found out she's pregnant. Yep. That's it's, awesome. Exactly. It was like walking with my feet 10 feet off a beal, you know, just walking. She just came out like gliding across it was awesome to see i was so happy for her and then there were just people who were having initial appointments etc right so all these different things or getting their uterus checked and then there was only one other woman who was there for the transfer and you knew this because her and rgc were sitting at the edge of the couch about to pee the pants (laughs) so when when they do the transfer they want the surrogate to come in with a full bladder which is just really hard. And then we running, sat there and we waited. for. They like, were running behind. These appointments are 15 minutes each because all you have to do is like a three minute transfer max. And then you have to be tilted upside down the old handstand for 10 minutes. And that's it. That's the appointment. And so they're 15 yeah. minute blocks. And I don't remember waiting, but we waited an hour and a half. Yeah, we were there for a while. And the front desk was like, all right, go release half your bladder, and then drink this mini bottle of water. It just makes it worse. It makes it worse. I mean, anybody that's tried to just pee half, I mean, that's terrible. It's pretty miserable. Yeah. So she does, and she she comes in, she's like, I'm going to pee my pants, and we're waiting, and she's like, I got to go. So she goes, or yeah, whatever. She goes, the lady says, you can go drink half a bottle of water or half, half the water. She does it three times, drinks a mini bottle of water and she's just like about every 10 minutes she's like I'm gonna die I'm gonna die I'm gonna I have to go so finally we decide she's just gonna pee and not refill and we knew that she would refill so she gets into her appointment I mean well let's just be clear this is like 30 to 40 minutes still before we go and they're like you can release half your bladder and drink drink more water (laughs) and then it's like that then cycle started and it happened about every 10 minutes where she's like just having to go and so we get into the appointment and it's interesting so we get into the appointment and we and it's just amazing we're like all right, here we are. We have songs planned. We have all the things, you know, we're both, we're all three in there and we just have, it's so special. We've got our rocks. We've got everything. She has the washcloth that I made that I knit, uh, crocheted for her first baby. Uh, it's so beautiful. She special. brought that last time. And those are the kinds of things I'm talking about, like the deeply spiritual connective stuff and, and the thoughtfulness of it. And I just want to make a point on that really quickly, because I think it's important. I think that, you know, those are kind of things that are, I think, in the moment. And when you're thinking about it, it's so easy to cast it aside as kind of like, oh, this is cheesy. Oh, I'm not like that. Oh, I never think of those things or... I don't know. I just I have I feel some type of way about it because well, because we have a whole podcast called intentions in the moment. Those those things are very special. And I, I just I feel strongly about this. Like, I, I guess it just brings up something in me because I feel so many people kind of like poo pooing on that and just just being ultra literal about it. And I I just want to encourage folks. Why? And maybe I'm being too preachy right yeah, now. But, but why? Like, because there's more to life than just what happens 
in your like in your perception mm. right there's more to life than what you just see and hear and you know like experience directly and those things matter and there is meaning you know there's there's a reason that spirituality in all its forms and all of the dogmatic religions in almost every stage of human existence have been one of the most powerful forces that has been there for good and evil, of course. And we're not here to get into that. But my bigger point there is that like there is there is meaning in bringing in intention and, mm-hmm. it, and it matters. And ritual and then having these tokens that you carry with you. So we had... And I, the last thing I just want to say really quickly is that it does frustrate me And I think it happens more and more now that like as things are taken too far and people people push back against religion, which I I certainly have and understand, too. I just hope that that we as a society also don't lose placing intention on things and placing value and meaning even in inanimate objects, but that it's there because it represents something greater. And I believe it represents something that is integral to the ability of our species to flourish. Well, it's a big statement. Integral. Huh. I think that it, it's like totems or little tokens. I forget what they call them, but like a thing that you hold to connect you to something greater. And I think yeah. that you're right. And significance and symbols and things like that. So whatever those are for you. Back to the funny story. Yeah, is yeah that sorry. We get, I just, no, I got no, no, don't be that. sorry. Yeah. Don't be sorry. It's good. It's good. We're all the things. So we get, we get in there and this, uh, the way she tells it is this world renowned doctor, which he is, he is, gets national or he nationally renowned, gets national recognition. It's like this nationally renowned doctor comes in. It's like, hi, I'm Dr. So-and-so. And she says, I have to pee. First words out First of her words mouth. Out, she said, yeah. And then, and so the doctor's like, I'm going to check. And so he takes the, um, ultrasound thing on her belly pushes down way hard and says nope it's perfect and she's like okay has anyone ever peed on you to which he says or he was like it it happens occasionally uh, or it's happened or whatever he says that kind of makes it sound like no and then they put in the speculum and so you know shit's wide open and she's like oh oh i'm peeing i'm peeing <laughs> And she said that we could tell the story. And I'm like, I don't think we're going to tell this story. And now here we are. I mean, very and, sure and about the later, funny thing, but I'm not done talking about oh, it. Oh, go, 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 go. Well, I guess from my experience, like it kind of hit me later. Ridiculous. Yeah, because I'm, you know, I'm standing behind. So I'm, I'm like basically up by their head. And, you know, there's the whole sheet uh, like, you know, over her legs, which are up in the stirrups and everything. So it's like. And like it just didn't hit me right away because I was also in this like I was oh, in you a were couple, in it. Well, I was in it and I was also slightly concerned be, be, because before she started peeing, she was like, you know, grimacing and looked like she was experiencing pain, which, you know, put me in a nervous in a, in a state of concern and care for for them. And so that I was in that like it didn't like automatically register because I wasn't seeing anything happen. So go on. Yeah, she grabbed my hand and started pulling it so tight and she was crying and sweating. And I thought, oh my gosh, this is the moment. She's actually panicked like this whole time. She's been nervous. And although I had asked her the night before, I said, are you nervous? And she was like, 
heck yeah, this is crazy. (laughs) But like in that moment, I was like, oh no, this is like, this is real deep stress. And then she was like, I'm peeing, but the speculum was holding it open. She couldn't clench down. And so she's like covering her face and she's like, I'm so sorry. And she's like, I can't stop it. I can't stop it. And then we're laughing. I'm just like, I can't believe it. She's like, I can't. Okay. It's happening more. I mean, emptied a full bladder onto the floor, onto the nurse, onto the doctor. A full (laughs) bladder the head building for oh approximately like four hours four oh, or five hours my god the nurse was like the nurse was like we better get another pad put another oh, pad yeah, she's like get another pad get another pad and they're talking about puppy pads right but she she told me i could tell this story because and and i hope that it it's like not just an embarrassment i really hope it's just it's just because she said if you tell anybody anything about me you you tell them that I went and got a really nice pedicure before coming so that in the moment that I'm in the stirrups, my toes look nice, I look respectable, I feel put together, and then I peed all over the doctor. Like that, she's like, that kind of sums me up. <laughs> and I love it, I love it. And her stirrups were up high. I mean, the whole thing, she's way over her head. There was no controlling it. So, and then afterward, I was like, are you okay? Because again, I still am worried that she's panicked. And she's like, oh, I feel great. I'm totally ready. Yeah, we were like, it was like reset back to joyous connection. You oh know, my God. we just, yeah. It, and it, then you the sang, pressure had built. The pressure was built. And then you sang Peace Like a River. And it was so, so special. And the, yeah, yeah. And we have the whole thing filmed. Well, what was I had, a you know, the interesting experience and I don't know how much I remembered of when you went through this transfer. But first off, this felt a little different when they brought Neo out in the transfer. Neo was like that. The nurse was like walking him in. and She's like, oh, he's already growing. You know, like the 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 egg like Neo was ready to go and they like popped him in. And it yeah, was they were like, lay, they lay back. It's happening. Lay he's back. It's starting happening. to. And what they mean by that is like the, the cells se- are starting to split. Exactly. This one, it was like they took it out. They took a picture um, and we saw a picture on the screen. They brought it in kind of like there was just a moments he was like implanting but I, you know i don't know if you had this experience but it felt like there was a moment there when it was like kind of taking a minute it was like he was like uh, uh, and i was like there was just some it didn't seem to automatically go like there was probably it, in reality it was i'd say was 15 like, to 20 seconds yeah. but it felt like a long time and, and I, that is also when i started to sing hmm. um because i was feeling just I started immediately getting really anxious right there. And even in that small window of time, all of this started to swirl because this is our basically our our one best shot. It's not all the options, but it's our one best shot at this. And so all of that started to quickly come. And that's when I started to sing Peace Like a River. Mm. Mm. Mm, take a minute. That's so sweet, babe. You're so good at like, grounding down into to know what to do in those moments of like I'm gonna go deep I'm gonna go spiritual I'm gonna connect in and I'm gonna you know like I'm gonna pray in this moment and I have this somebody gave this to me a couple years ago a framed picture of a an image that says those who sing pray twice 
And I just, I feel that you use song as a way to connect to soul. And so I'm so glad you did that. I'm so glad. And I don't really remember my experience that much either. I'm sure it was approximately the same amount of time because obviously he wants to get in there and find the exact right spot because he's going into crevices in the uterus and the bladder's pushing down, which somehow had refilled immediately. But the bladder's pushing down to create like a tightness for, for it to be lodged in there. But I do, I had a feeling like, oh, there's like an extra couple of to the left, to the right. But I don't, that doesn't make me nervous right now. Like I'm not nervous anymore about that. I just was like, oh yeah. And I'm also not nervous about the fact that it wasn't, you know, the baby wasn't trying to jump out into my uterus or the GC's uterus because we've been envisioning this baby you know, one of the names is Heart Rock. And so we're feeling a groundedness with this one. And, you know, of course, Neo comes out of the gate fiery and fast. So it makes sense that since... Well, he kind of took his time coming out of the gate. But oh, then God, when he yeah. was born, it that was all fiery That wasn't his fault. Fast, yeah. Well, that was my body, of course. Go but... back and listen to our birth story if you want to get updated yeah, on that. Yeah, it took two days. But he was there. He was ready. He was never once scared or nervous. So regard- <laughs> you're right about that. But And I'm glad that he didn't come flying out because that can be painful too. But he, yeah, he's kind of been, you know, when I tell people that story, they're like, oh, of course. So we had a beautiful experience. They, they said, how do you feel? She says pregnant. And then we went home and we spent time using the panda drum on her belly, which is something friends gave us. Uh, we used the flute with Neo on his birthday every Wednesday on, yeah, on his weekly birthday. And, and she's going to use the panda drum on his weekly birthday every Saturday. And it's going to be good. It's going to be good. I'm anxious. I'm anxious to know. Yeah. Of course, not anxious, but excited. We're find out in a couple of days. Yeah, yeah. I just haven't even given. I stopped giving thought to the idea that it wouldn't work, and it just feels so right. It feels like everything was in prime condition, and it's all good. It's yeah. all good, and it will be what the the highest for the highest good for all of us, babe. Mm-hmm. Yeah, whatever. I'm happens. just so grateful to have gone through that experience and with you and. um you know, I hope we know what we're doing. <laughs> no, we definitely don't. <laughs> All right, babe. Bye. I love you. Thanks, y'all, for listening and participating. We always have a great time with you. And if you enjoy the podcast, please go online and rate, review, share this with your friends. This is the way that we build this community. Yeah. All right. Bye. Bye.